Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Healing is not linear. Still to this day, after three to four years along my spiritual journey, this is still one of the greatest lessons that I've learned. And if you can't hear my voice right now, guys, I'm a little stuffy. I'm a little sick. So I didn't get to record a new episode for you guys this week. But next week, the episode is going to be so good. I have so much bubbling up within me that I want to share. But for now, I'm going to share with you an old episode. I think it was literally like the second or the third episode released in the Skinny Dipping Rebirth. And this is with my very good friend, Hannah Giraw. And we talk about how healing isn't linear. And even though this was recorded over a year ago, it still applies so much. And, not but, but and, yes and, because it's both. This is so applicable and yet we have both changed and, and grown and evolved so much. And I want you to keep that in mind through the episode, but also know that, This information is so relevant, and this is still one of my favorite, favorite, favorite episodes ever on skinny dipping to date because the connection that me and Hannah have is so evident. It's over a year and a half later, around a year and a half later, and we're still great friends. I honestly consider her one of my best friends. I think she is brilliant. She has so much to offer the world. Hopefully, we will get. Hopefully, we will be getting a podcast from her soon in the very, like in the very close future. Um, but you can hear, I have sick brain right now. I'm kind of rambling. I'm a little stuffy. So let's just get into this new episode. And also guys, I have a new 10 day May challenge. If you want to join, check out the Instagram for all the information. It has to do with self-worth, self-exploration and, um, deep self-trust. So sorry, stuffy girl. I love you guys so much. You are inherently worthy. And let's dive into this episode. Healing is not linear. You don't want to miss this one. Bye. More personal, more vulnerable, more open, more fucking real than ever. Who's ready to strip down and dive in? I'm Kayla Rose, and this is Skinny Dipping. Rebirth. You've arrived at your destination.
healing isn't linear. We hear this shit all the time, but what does that really mean? I feel like we see the quote everywhere. People are always saying it, but we never go into the pain that that really holds. And we hear this and we're like, is everyone else here like dying as much as I am? Like, are they like in this much pain as I am? And we hear that saying and we feel less alone. But at the same time, we feel completely alone because we're like, I feel like I'm in the worst place I've ever been in my entire life and I'm supposed to be healing. I'm supposed to be awakening. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? So we try to attach ourselves to this identity and we're just trying to constantly heal and fix ourselves. And then we end up feeling more broken than when we began after picking ourselves apart today. I have the absolutely most perfect human to talk about this with. She's always brought us joy and good vibes on the internet, but now coming into 2022, she's bringing the fucking realness and opening up about the truth of healing. Hannah Jarrah is an imperfect human, sharing pieces of her journey and holding space for conversations about mental, physical, and spiritual health. She makes the best fucking tasty and most beautiful food around, uses social media as her virtual diary, and is for real one of the most authentic people that I've ever met on the internet. And I am so, 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 so grateful to have her on today. She is truly one of the most amazing people that I've ever met. And she's the perfect person to have this conversation with because we've both been fucking through it in 2021, (laughs) through it and back. And because of that, I am going to welcome her in. Hannah Gerard, bring bring it in. We need we need it. That was the nicest introduction ever. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so excited for you to be here. Like, oh my gosh, I just, I just have loved your content for honestly so long. And then that one time when you DM'd me and you're like, hey, like you make really like authentic, real content. And I really appreciate that. And I was like, oh my God, you're kidding me. I was just like so stoked that someone who I feel like I connected with on the internet, like connected back with me. I was like, wait, this feels so good. And yeah, how are you doing today? How are you feeling about being on a podcast? Give it to us. I'm feeling so good today. This morning, I had one of those mornings where I just like completely gave all the energy to myself, did like a three page journaling session. I did some yoga, did a little and not all my mornings are like that. So Let's not put this perfect picture out here that like every single morning I'm doing this stuff, but very good morning. And I feel like I'm just very centered and ready to have this conversation and I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Amazing. And I know like you kind of, you kind of broadcasted on social media a couple weeks ago that, or was it a month ago? I don't know. You can let me know the timeline that you were like finally ready to talk about how difficult things have been for you. So what got you to the point where you felt ready to kind of come out and speak about life just being imperfect and how you're feeling and what you've been through and that experience. Like what, what was the moment? Do you remember like a moment where you're like, I I can't, I can't keep just like posting joy. You know what I mean? Joy is great. We love joy. We love joy here. Like joy is the fuel for life and fun and it gets our momentum flowing, but like it's not always real. So what was that moment for you? Yeah. So I've always showed the ups and downs of my content, but I think there was a point where like I realized that a lot of eyes were on me where like girls were trying to take note of what I was doing. Like, oh, she's 
telling herself affirmations in the mirror every day. She has this like whole routine with working out and like taking care of her mental health. And like I was just going so through it mentally and I just couldn't keep showing up and like showing myself doing these things that I really wasn't carrying out in my day to day lives. And that just led me to completely withdraw from my social media platforms just completely. And then when you talk about like that breakthrough moment, like what made me want to come back and share, it was just like such a deep hurt, like a part of me was missing, not being online, not posting, not sharing my story, but also like everything in my intuition was telling me, Hannah, you need to retreat inward. Like this is a time of becoming and learning more about yourself and you can't dishonor that and just like pour out to other people when you're not even pouring back into yourself. Wow. I like I'm over here like giving like snaps. Like that was poetry. I feel that so deeply because um I mean I went into hermit mode too. And I think it happens to a lot of us. Like when we're, I want to use the word awakening. I'm going to use it a lot. Um, you can use whatever word that you want, but that's the word I'm going to use. When you're kind of like waking up in this moment, a lot of us go into hermit mode. We choose that and the universe pulls us back in towards ourselves so that we can realize that that's all we really need, you know, which yeah. like sounds so fucking cliche. I hate fucking cliches, but I'm so excited to have you on because we are really going to dive the fuck into this and we're going to talk yes, about the are. real shit. Like we talked about this yesterday, but how would you summarize like what we're going to talk about? Like just so that people can like stick around and we know that this podcast is like a good 45 minute drive, but get in your car like or like clean something in your room, go do some stretching. We're here and we're going to break it down. And I want to hear how you would like summarize kind of what we discussed that we are going to dive into today. I would say this is probably going to be one of the most powerful conversations that you're going to hear if you're on an inner work journey or just like trying to heal different parts of yourself because it is not something that is talked about enough and that's something that we were talking about yesterday is like it can feel so lonely and isolating it's like a whole uprooting of who you identified as for your whole entire life and now you're shedding all these pieces of your identity and it gets dark and we're gonna dive into that in the next like 45 minutes so yeah get comfy like have your heart open and just be ready to receive because i think this could really touch a lot of you I'm, I'm so excited. excited. Me too. I'm so excited. I have chills. I know. Oh, yes. That's... Oh, my God. I just got it, too. Wait, when you, like, said it... it I like, passed it. I know. I love that. That makes me so happy. Um, yeah, and we talked about this when we hung out yesterday. We were just, like, so excited to talk about this shit because it's real, it's here, it's authentic, and we both have our personal experiences as well as the knowledge that we've gained through, like, other books, podcasts, other spiritual teachers. There's a lot to pull from. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. Are you feeling ready? Are you feeling good? Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling chill. I'm like, let's get into it. Yes. Okay. So before we get into it, guys, grab yourself a big glass of water, hit the download or add button to the episode and subscribe if you are new. Okay, guys, are you ready to strip down and dive in skinny dipping, baby? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think the last thing that we want in general when talking about our healing journey and how we're feeling now kind of getting through it, maybe getting through tougher parts of it coming up, coming down, like it's not linear. It's kind of a roller coaster. But the last thing that we want is people to think that we have our shit together. (laughs) Like we don't. (laughs) because we definitely don't it's okay to not have your shit together and i think when you see people on social media and online we think fuck like i'm not where they are like i want to be in that certain place and then we judge ourselves and we make ourselves wrong and that's just not the vibe here and it's not even possible to be wrong in your healing journey because 
That is exactly what it is, a journey. So we're going to play a game, get back into owning our shit. Um, this is a game. Hannah has never played it before. Um, I mean, it's kind of a game, but like, I just love it because we just bring ourselves back to humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not perfect. <laughs> like, neither are you. Yeah. None of us are. So the question today, Hannah, is what drum is... Roll. <laughs> drum roll. Da, da, da. I, mental drum roll. <laughs> mental drum roll. What is one thing that you have been working on to release, accept, and heal, but the old pattern keeps coming back. Hmm. And I'm going to answer this one too. And we're going to own our fucking shit. We're going to own it because sometimes you like learn something and you like just try to apply it and you try to apply it and you like really want it to heal or to accept or whatever it needs to do in that moment. And then it just like comes back. The pattern comes back because we're habitual beings, right? What do you think about this? Like my, my initial thought is the pattern that I want to keep breaking is not playing small. And something in me is just like so, so timid to come fully out of my shell. Like everything in me is like, eh, like you might not want to do that, Hannah. Like just like stay in your comfort zone for a second. But then there's this other half of me that's like, no, bitch, you can do whatever. Like this is your world. You create it. So I think like, I guess part of it is breaking through limiting beliefs. But really, there's like this belief that I took on when I was younger that I am not allowed to take up space and I'm not allowed to be my boldest, brightest self. And that's really something I'm trying to strip down and get the fuck out of my mind because (laughs) it's not something that any of us need to carry. Totally. And do you feel like that came in from the way that you were raised as a child? Like, do you want to go into that a little bit more? Where did that limiting belief come from initially? Honestly, I think it was pretty self-inflicted. So I was like a very loud, like funny kid. Like I did dance. I loved being on the stage. Like I had no problem talking to anyone and everyone. And then I would say in my high school years, I kind of retreated more inward just because my family was like, there was a lot of stuff up in the air with my family and my parents were going through divorce and just like moving houses and all of this stuff that was very out of my control. And so instead of like being the version of me that I was when I was younger, I just completely shut that side of me off. And I was very antisocial and like didn't really like to go out or like meet people which now I'm realizing like there's definitely a part of me that exists that just loves my aloneness and my Mm. chill time. But I think I was like on the extreme end of that, like towards 16 to 18. It's the undoing of what I created for myself. Totally. It's like a habit that you go back into. Like, I feel like some people when they are like maybe fearful or uncomfortable or out of their comfort zone or something's unfamiliar, like they will be the most extra person in the room. Like they won't even listen to their thoughts that they're like, they'll just talk, 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 talk. Like, I feel like I get that way when I'm like socially anxious or just anxious in general, like I'll just fucking, I'll just fucking go off. Like (laughs) I'll just talk so much. And then other people, like a lot of my friends that I know will completely retreat inwards in that moment. We're in a social setting. I'm like, Hey, hey, are, are you all good? Like just, just checking in. Like, yeah, don't, don't mean to like put anything on you, but are you all good? Cause it is easy to just be like, I'm just going to like not be seen, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I did with social media too. The last couple months I was like, no, I, I cannot, I cannot show up online. Like I just need to play it small. I need to just like, and what we're going to talk about later on in this episode, I was just like, I just need to heal. Once I heal, I'll be able to go back on social media and like give all this knowledge to these people. And now that's why I'm like, hello, here doing this podcast. Like you're never going to heal. You started this journey. 
you're on this journey like <laughs> join the ride because it's not stopping <laughs> honestly i love that so much you're like it's not going anywhere yeah. like we're not getting to this perfect version of ourselves so um i want you to say it out loud like that you're like owning your shit that you're no longer playing small kid it I am no longer playing small. This is 2022, the year of stepping into my power. Bad bitch energy only, baby. (laughs) But in the moments where I am retreating back to those versions of myself that I'm trying to grow out of, I will swear to myself to meet myself with grace and patience and understanding because only then can I get through it without like falling apart by beating myself up, you know? (laughs) I just got full body chills when you said the word grace. Something about the word grace for me just like really does it for me where I'm just like, okay, like that's what I need in this moment. It is grace. And that just like is the best feeling ever. When you said that, I felt this overwhelming warmth of what I would say would be source energy. I'm still feeling it. Like it feels so good. Um, I'm going to own my shit. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to own my shit. And I'm saying the pattern that I keep coming back to that I would love to just for it to fuck off, but I'm trying to accept it is um, when I'm anxious, I lash out. I tend to lash out. That doesn't mean I'm a person that always lashes out, but I can with my family, my parents and my boyfriend. I can lash out when I'm really anxious and I've put so much work into it. So much fucking work and therapy and thoughts and meditation to just like calm my nervous system and learning the tools and skills to take pauses and to take breaks. And some days like it's way better. Like it's like good, a good like 80% better than it was like a year ago. It was, it's a good 80% better than it was six months ago. And I'm so proud of myself, but there's times where I just fucking lose my shit and I'm so overwhelmed that I have no control of my emotions. And then I get so down on myself. Mm. So down you're aware on of the pattern you're trying to break, but then here it is again, here it is again, like getting triggered, resurfacing. And it definitely makes me feel bad and feel like, why the fuck am I putting in all this work? Mm, (laughs) You know, like, do you ever feel that way? Like totally. No, but I think that the fact that you can even admit that you have those moments where you get super triggered and lash out and like get angry at people is so huge to admit because I feel like there's this stigma in the spiritual community that like you're always peace and like your internal state is peace. You spread love and la la la, sunshines and rainbows. And like, that is not the case. Sometimes you're fuming inside and like the ego is still very much a part of us that we're like trying to learn to love. But like people just all have different ways of reacting. And I can definitely relate to what you say. Like I'm a fiery person at heart. And like if something bothers me, like it's so hard for me to keep my cool. Like I just have to sit there and be like, Hannah, chill the fuck out. Like bite your tongue. Everything's going to be okay. But then the moments where you give in to your initial feeling and like snap, it is hard. It is. You mentally bully yourself for so long after because you're like, why did I do that? I've been working for so long to make this not happen. Literally. And I had a moment just like that where I realized it in the moment last night, like I kind of was in a situation where I was like a little bit anxious. Like I have a lot to do. We're recording the podcast. I have a lot going on. I found myself like being really short with my mans and my boyfriend who really needs my love right now. And um, I literally like just was being so quiet and just like having this mental conversation in my mind where my ego was like, 
I don't want to let it down. And my my higher self was like, but it's going to feel so much better when you do. And this is a moment for practice and practicing that shift. Like, I think we talked about this yesterday, like when it comes up, like choosing something different, right? Totally. Also understanding that there's two versions of you that exist, but only one of them is real. And like the one that is getting all stirred up by stuff happening in the external environment, or even like the one that's reacting to the thoughts going on in your head, that is just something that you're creating in your mind. Like at your core, you are just a being of love and light and you can feel it in some moments. Like when you're truly present, you can tap into that and be like, yes, this is me. This is when I feel the most alive, but it's so easy to attach yourself to now all these other things that your mind creates. Totally. And like, that's okay if we do, honestly, like that's part of the journey and that's why we came down here. I have this belief, like if we wanted to be all fucking love and light and peace in that state all the time, like we wouldn't have chose to come down and be human because that's not what this experience is, you know? Totally. So yeah, I mean- Good for us for owning our shit, though. Yeah. Yes. Little high five moment. Okay. We did it. (laughs) I suck at high fives. Wait, now you have to speak in the the mic. I am not gonna... I'm gonna give myself grace. Oh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. okay, (laughs) Let's have a little self-forgiveness and acceptance. First... I acknowledge that I am here trying to heal this part of myself that lashes out when I am anxious. But in the moments that I retreat back to that pattern, I give myself grace and I give myself love because I know in that moment that is all my inner child needs is for someone to hold them on the heart and the stomach and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That was so beautiful. Yay. Okay. So I think we're going to talk about a lot today, but I really want to keep our little air sign moons in check <laughs> um hannah has uh, an aquarius moon and i have a gemini moon so we are banter 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 and we can get off on a million tangents like yep. nobody's <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody's business dude um so i want to keep us on track so we're just going to kind of start by you telling a little synopsis of your healing journey. I really think that people want to hear it. I'm going to tell a smaller synopsis of mine so that we can kind of relate and see where there's parallels, where there's crossovers. Um, but I really want you to just like take the moment here to reflect on what your journey has been like and then specifically kind of round it up to the last year, these last couple months and where you're at now. Totally. Okay. This is crazy because I've never really shared like my full healing journey. So it's exciting. So I started social media in the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. And the content that I made was centered around health and wellness. So naturally, I kind of was put into a position where I was teaching people how to fuel their body, how to feel like they're being their best self, yada, 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 all that stuff. And it honestly was going very great for a while. I was learning on the side and self-developing. I think around that time was when I read The Power of Now, which is the thing that jump-started my spiritual awakening because that made me realize like, whoa, I've never been in the present moment. Or I, I have, obviously, everyone's been in the present moment, but it was just a point in my life where like I was constantly pulling myself out of the present, either for work or just like mindlessly hanging out with people. I honestly didn't really ponder on that too much I kind of just like kept on hold on I need to gather my thoughts right now that's okay I, I feel like there's so many things I want to say take your time do you want a sip of water <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. take a sip of water the mouth I just great. like there's so much to unpack I know I'm is. just really trying to figure out where to start okay ready <laughs> <laughs> so yes I started posting content in the beginning of the pandemic in 2020 and I At that point, I wasn't super familiar with the world of health and wellness, except for the fact that I would make like plant-based meals for myself. And also at that point, I made a commitment to myself that I wanted to just self-develop. 
Uh, when I first started TikTok, I was doing a challenge called the 75 hard and I was sharing me doing like intense things every single day, which was super out of character for me. But that's also how people learned who I was, like a huge part of what people saw when they found my page. That kind of gave me a lot of feelings of imposter syndrome. Social media in general, like triggered a lot of feelings that I needed to heal from that I kind of pushed to the side for a really long time because I just wanted to act like I had it all together. So like I said, I started reading the power of now and that like really gave me a whole new lens to look at the world through all of a sudden I caught myself like taking deeper breaths like pausing and looking around me and just noticing things that I never really like stopped to notice or appreciate about myself or the world around me and it was honestly awesome like I felt like I had superpowers like I was just like manifesting shit into my life left and right management team like people that I have followed for years on social media like now seeing my page and saying like hey love your content like I I was on cloud nine it was crazy and then the financial blessings that come in my life for that like everything was great and then I started like kind of having like a depressive episode as it usually happens like my seasonal depression kicks in probably like November every (laughs) time of the year things that I wasn't fully processing that I don't really want to like fully get into now but I was like coping with the recent loss of a friend um, some stuff with my family and still I was trying to be consistent on social media and post and I got so like upset at my hometown like I just thought that that was the reason I wasn't growing anymore. By this point, too, I was outgrowing so many friendships because I was kind of making this commitment to myself that I was going to keep pursuing social media. I was going to keep self-developing. And it was hard because a lot of friends in my life weren't really in that position or very receptive of me doing that. Like, I felt like I had to always show up as an old version of myself. It was uncomfortable for sure. And I put all of my energy into saving up money to move. So, once I finally moved I was like okay everything's good I put in the work I'm not in my hometown anymore I'm not like around that group of friends that I've outgrown like it's time to be a new version of me and I didn't realize how much emotional baggage was going to come with me from the months that I had just experienced sometimes you put in the work and you can be journaling and you can be making yourself aware of like what it is that you need to make yourself aware of but I'm going to take a breath this is like so crazy to talk about Hey guys, we just wanted to take a quick break in this episode to let you know how to make your own podcast because we know each and every one of you has something important to say that will offer value to the world around us. We use Anchor. It's this sick platform that is free and has creation tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And now you can add any song from Spotify directly to your podcast. The best part about this is that Anchor automatically distributes your podcast to all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This makes podcasting way too easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready to share your value with the world, which we know you are, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now to get started. Okay, let's get back to it. I know. It's Heavy okay. stuff. I know. It's okay. Yeah. Take your time on it and like only okay. share what you feel like sharing. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. 
I don't know when I when I moved over to Hawaii, it was a weird thing because all of a sudden I had a career that was really important to me. Um, everything was going seemingly right, but like I said, the emotional turmoil from the last couple months was really hitting me, and I was just like coping with a loss of identity from like so many different parts of myself, and it got to a point where like I could not even post anymore. I had crippling anxiety when it came to socializing, and it, it was like such a heavy time oh my goodness like emotions are gonna surface because this is how heavy it was and I'm saying this and coming on here and being real because it's just so important to not like look for an end goal for your healing journey like oh once this happens it's gonna be okay you have to day in and day out choose yourself and accept yourself where you're at because it's never going to be enough. So this is kind of where I'm at now. I had months of just being broken. And honestly, I let myself be broken for a really long time. I just like slacked off on social media. I completely isolated myself. I was fighting with my boyfriend. I wasn't like properly taking care of myself. And it was hard. I just felt so detached from who I was. And I got to a point where I was just so fed up. And I was like, and I will probably talk about this later in the episode, but I had a moment and just like completely broken just sitting in nature like I get it like I'm living in survival mode I can't do this anymore I can't keep picking myself apart like not letting myself be what it is that I need to be in this world and since then I made this commitment to just like put the pieces back together I mean I'm here I've socialized like I've met you I've met like a lot of beautiful people in these last couple months and yeah now we just have like this emotional toolbox built and we're coming broken we're coming a little bit like all over the place but most importantly we're meeting ourselves with love. So that's a little piece of my journey. It's hard to explain wow. it all, but wow. thank you for holding space for that. Yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for being able to revisit those moments that were really hard for you, because I know that our mind, guys, doesn't know the difference between reality yep. and a thought. <laughs> so when we revisit those things, like they feel so real to us. And I really appreciate you um, having the courage because it takes a lot of courage. Thank you. Um, if you would be willing to maybe go into detail a little bit, like not fully, but about that moment that we talked about yesterday where you really felt that you know, yeah. you know, you know, yeah, no. I yeah, want yeah. whatever you want to share from that. I think that that is a really powerful moment because um, to preface it, like you were in a really, really low space. And obviously, like we might be in that space again, but there also might be a moment like that again that brings us back to who we truly are. And I think that people need to hear out there that there are are moments of that and that is coming for you and yeah. I really would love for you to share because that was a really powerful story that really like really got to me so I feel like a lot of people would appreciate it I would love to share this story Yay. this is like <laughs> this is probably one of the most life-changing things I'm not I'm never going to forget this moment that I'm about to share so um, it was Halloween weekend. First of all, I was like camping. There was like a little spiritual festival thing going on here. And I just was an anxious mess because like I said, I was really not doing well for a couple months. And here I am now camping with friends and they're all like gung ho dancing. Like I just was not. And usually I'm that type of person, but I just was, I couldn't do it. I was straight up crippled in my own mental state. 
it was it was horrible. So I ended up like kind of leaving the zone of where everyone was. And it was like 11 at night or something. I was just so bummed out at myself that I wasn't like able to chill with everyone and hang out. And I just felt like I was broken. I felt like there was something extremely wrong with me. And also it's important to mention. So I was on this like sacred land. And if you don't know, like the island of Hawaii, like the energy here is just incredible. And some places like you can just really feel this divine presence around you. It's Mm -hmm. very crazy. So I was on this land and I was just sitting there and I like put my feet in the dirt and I kind of came broken and I started crying. This was after like I had an emotional journal session too, but it was almost like my intuition was like, no, no, no you didn't come here just to journal, like go deeper, like go deeper within yourself and like get some of the stuff out that you need to. And I just like sat down on this little step, feet in the dirt. And I was like talking out loud to the land. No one else was around me. Thankfully, they probably would have thought I was a crazy neighbor. But <laughs> but I was like, I get it. I get it. I learned the lessons that I needed to learn. Um, I've been living as a victim in my own life. I had to detach from social media so I could see that my worth isn't in the numbers and the financial gain or any of it. My worth is in my own being, in my own existence. And I only use social media as a tool to spread more love and what I'm learning with all of you. Um, I had to fight with my boyfriend to get to like the underlying root of what it is that we both need to work through in our relationship. I had to outgrow all of my friendships to make space for new ones. And then I was just extending like so much gratitude for everything because it really showed me like that as imperfect as it all felt as I was going through it, it all had its own purpose. And each thing in my life that brought me so many trials was there to guide me to where I am now. So I was literally sobbing, like just saying so many things. And I put my hand on my heart and my other hand in the ground. And I was just saying like, I don't want to carry these things anymore. And I swear to God, guys, like I felt these things that I was speaking of leave my heart, like travel down my arm and into the ground like I oh my I God. do not know how to explain it other than like it literally felt like water was moving through my body or something it was the most surreal feeling and then after that just like this insane bliss blissful presence like all around me and I'm realizing now like that was my first time connecting with source and since then like I was telling you like it's so easy not easy I still have some meditations that I struggle with but like when I meditate I can tap into the moment that I experienced on that night and really feel what I felt and it's such a beautiful gift because here I was thinking that it was just set up against me the whole time, like not working in my favor. And that's why I always say like when you're inside the storm of something, like when the emotions are high and even if it's like a month or you're having just a bad year, like it still is always working out in your greatest good. And you just have to trust that because there's forces like way beyond your own comprehension that are working for you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that because that story is so powerful and I've experienced it. So many people listening to this probably have experienced this and some people probably haven't. That moment or having a couple moments where you realize, wow, 
the things that in that moment, like I thought were the worst thing ever that literally made me feel like I was dying inside my body actually were for my greatest good and actually were just rerouting me on my path to alignment. And I wouldn't be where I am now without those trials and without those tribulations. And that's why I am so, so, so grateful for it. And as soon as we shift our mindset, that's when we gain our power back. And it seemed like that's what you did in that moment. Do you feel like after that moment you gained your power back and like something shifted in your life? I think it was a very gradual thing from that moment because honestly I thought I was gonna go home and I'd be like oh yes I can post on social media now everything's good it's fixed (laughs) like this was the icing on the cake now the ball's rolling in a good direction and we're gonna keep that ball rolling but I I still retreated back to my old habits I still was slacking on like responding to people that I needed to respond to and all of that jazz and after that was actually what made me wholeheartedly commit to being alone. Mm-hmm. Not not in the sense of like fully not socializing with anyone, but in the sense of my social media is going to be put on the back burner because Hannah's mental health is taking priority. Whereas yes. before, like I still was showing up, but it felt so half-assed to me. And inauthentic. And inauthentic. Now, anytime I film a YouTube video or anything, like I put my hand over my heart and I'm like, I'm making this from a space of love, like from my heart space. And I wasn't doing that anymore. I felt like I was prolonging my misery because I was making that a part of my identity because if you're not familiar with my platforms like it's a lot of conversations around mental health and just like showing up as you are so like I was having so many conversations about how deep of a funk I was in mentally that I literally became that like that became a part of my personality and that's why I was like I need to work through this on my own before I because it's vulnerable yeah and before you like completely identify with that because like the ego wants to attach to identity at any at any time like it makes it feel so secure and safe no matter what the identity is so we're like oh we can like characterize that we can put it in a box oh I'm gonna do that I'm gonna be the person that like talks about this or talks about this and that's who I am and it's just like no we are shifting beings like we are constantly (laughs) moving through and out and around like and twirling like we are truly energy beings who are never one thing yeah And I love that, that you are coming to talk about, you're like, it happened gradually and then it didn't happen. And then it did happen. Mm -hmm. Like there's no like, yes, like I had this moment and then boom, my whole life was fixed and I had an awakening and the God was with me. It's like, fuck, it doesn't work like that. I wish it did. And honestly, a (laughs) lot of people portray it. Don't you feel like in the community, like a lot of people portray it like that? Like they had like couple shifts and then it was like riding this wave of bliss. And for me, everyone has their own journey and that's why I'm like, Take everything that everyone tells you with a grain of salt because you need to just focus on what feels right for you and your own unique journey. But for me, it was like up, down, up, down. Like it was just like I would have a month of doing good and then the lowest crash and it would just keep happening. And yeah, now we're building awareness to these types of things and we're able to, I'm able to spot when I'm getting into a bad mental health rut and I'm able to now pull out some tools out of my emotional toolbox and like soothe myself. Whereas Mm -hmm. before I was like, what's going on? Like, why is this emotion coming back? And I would be mad at the emotion. Yes. And not accept it and be like oh, why are you here? I thought I got rid of you. Bye. Like, leave. Like, shoo, shoo. And it's just like, no, no, it's coming back. So it's resurfacing so that it can heal further and heal deeper. And I love that the message here really is that there is no ending to healing. There's no perfect person, perfect moment. There's huge shifts, but there's not one huge shift. It's truly a compilation of moments, memories, emotions. It's a compilation of everything that create our journey and create 
who we are. And I know I've talked about my spiritual journey on here before, but just to give like a short synopsis, like I had a similar experience, like not very like completely similar, but like kind of in the pattern where I began awakening. I started going to therapy for anger, realizing I had anxiety actually began working on anxiety and really diving in to that healing part of myself. And from that I felt really good. Like I felt like everything was great and everything was falling into place. Like started this podcast, was talking about these conversations and opening up about spiritual journeys and about mental health and being like, fuck yes, I got this. I know, I know. I was so in the mindset of I know rather than being curious. And that is what for me sent me straight back down to where I came from because the universe was like, no, you don't know. Like you gotta stay curious. You gotta stay interested in knowing yourself deeper and deeper and deeper because that's what we have all come on this earth to do is to know ourselves deeper. And with that, when we know ourselves deeper, we know each other deeper. We know source deeper. We know the earth deeper. We know animals deeper. Like, but the first step is knowing ourselves deeper. So I had a similar pattern where I kind of like was on top of the world feeling super great. And then from that, things needed to resurface to heal because I was shutting things off again. My Gemini moon is like abort mission, abort. I'm always like, it can go away. Like, I'm just going to go to distract myself with a million other things. Like that's my personality. Like I don't really retreat. I like go out into the world and I'm like extroverted and I distract myself with work, with friends so that I don't have to be with myself and listen to myself. So with my journey, it was more so like I was doing that. And then I ended up having so many panic attacks, like real fucking thinking I was dying, panic attacks, struggling with waking up and fight or flight. My friend said this to me like maybe three months ago. And she was like, do you feel like you like wake up and fight or flight? And I was like, yes, I wake up in survival mode. I wake up in fight or flight almost every single day. And that was the moment where I was like, fuck everything was like getting teared down, like relationships that I was so codependent with in my life. My relationship to my work, my passions was just feeling like everything was being like pulled away from me and like like the rug was being pulled under from me. And I also had a moment where I was just like, I have to go inward. And like for the whole month of November, like I'm the most extroverted fucking person on the planet. And I swear to fucking God, I just didn't talk to anyone. Like I disappeared, like, and I just spent time at my house inside for days on end. Like, and not in like a way that I was like really, Really sad. Like I was like grieving a lot of things in my life, but I was just like hanging out with myself for the first time, literally in my entire life. Like I had never done that before. That really gave me the moment to like go inside and like just really feel what it feels like to know yourself and want to get to know yourself. Cause I didn't even want to get to know myself. Like I was like, nah, like <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to get to know myself. So I can definitely relate to that where kind of everything felt like on cloud nine. And I feel like a lot of people in the beginning of their awakening or mental health journey or spiritual journey, like they feel like they kind of went over this big hump and then they see how amazing that feels. And they feel that like gratitude for how amazing it feels to get over that bump. Right. And they hold on to that. And then we get so down on ourselves when we feel the drop again. But healing isn't linear. And that's what I said at the beginning of the podcast. And that is what we are trying to kind of convey and explain because we hear that all the time. But like, what is what does that mean? And it's what we're talking about right now. It's just that everything feels so good and then everything can feel so bad and like emotions are just fleeting and like journeys and experiences and states are states of emotions are fleeing and we just move through them and it seems like we're both just moving through and I'm really I'm really proud of us and yeah um and I feel like we have a lot of parallels in our story yeah I think it's so important that you just brought up how 
um, getting comfortable in your journey is such an easy thing to do because it's like, oh, I put in all this mental work to get here and now I'm feeling a little bit better. And then all of a sudden you find yourself just like, for us, it was probably like posting content and giving a ton to other people, but then we forget to be consuming the content that's good for us too and learning and growing our minds and doing stuff for ourselves. And that is just like such a similarity that I had in my own journey too, definitely, because I got to a point where I was like, oh, I understand all of this. I've watched like plenty of videos on this, all the podcasts, like someone quiz me, I have the answers, but like we don't. There is still Mm -hmm. so much to learn and I feel like that's such a key in growing and like staying mentally sane too. So just a little reminder to feed your mind right because it's important. (laughs) Yeah, just to stay curious and to keep just like learning and being in that. I love that so much. What I'm getting as an overall is like we both started awakening and it like felt so good and we're like manifesting shit left and right and we're like, oh yeah, this feels so good. And then like when we didn't see it coming, we were looking to the right and on the left, like we got hit by a truck. So, um, and the truck was filled with our triggers. Like it was like this big dumb truck and it had like all the little triggers. Like that's the visual I see right now. I was getting hit with it. And the mental bullying and the imposter syndrome and like all those other things or at least for me yes no not the mental bullying like why do we all do that like ah fuck i do that too like do you have any tools like to catch yourself when you like feel yourself literally mentally bullying yourself yeah meditate 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 and not just like in the sense of like every morning you're sitting there cross-legged but like it's just a matter of practicing presence like you can be walking around at a mall and just like put some healing i always put healing frequencies you and your healing frequencies because like it just sometimes like too much noise or like too much stuff happening around me like it really stresses me out so like that's a way for me to ground me so if you ever see me walking in public i probably have healing frequencies in my ears no but honestly like (laughs) meditating and tapping into the present moment has been such a good way of catching my negative self-talk because i'll just be like why am i saying that about myself but whereas before i identified with the voice and it just created so much inner resentment like with myself but now now we're building awareness it's a slow gradual thing i still get in those like sentences in my mind where i'm like wait why why are you saying that hannah but it's okay Yeah, it's okay. It's just part of the process. Yeah. And something about meditating that I like would like to iterate is that like, don't just meditate when you're like fucking struggling at at your lowest point. For me, it's like the consistent, especially for my anxiety, like it's been the consistent meditation and the consistent moments of taking five to 30 minutes a day where I can sit with myself. It's like preventative care. Like that's how I like to think of it. It's preventative care. You're trying to get yourself in that state before you get to the lowest point. And I feel like People are like, okay, I'm in like the lowest place. Like my mind is going crazy. I'm going to try to meditate right now. And like, yeah, if that feels great for you, like go for it. But like for me personally, I need to like take that preventative care and those measures because that's what's going to make the long-term effect. And that's the biggest impact that I've seen on my anxiety as a whole. Like I literally think I'm like at least like 30 to 50% like less of an anxious person because of just sitting with myself. I never used to sit with myself. Like what? Like I never used to do that. And then now that I do that, like I feel like I don't wake up in fight or flight Mm. anymore. Like maybe like once a week, maybe twice a week that I'll wake up like feeling like, (gasps) you're like, (laughs) yeah, 
I don't feel the same way that I used to. And like, it's so important to also sit in the gratitude of how far you've come. Totally. And I think not a lot of us do that because we're like, what's next? What's next? What do I need to heal next? What do I need to work on next? And when I would go to therapy, I would do that. I would be like, okay, like I've conquered this. Now I'm going to get into this. And like, I would tell my therapist and then it's just like, oh, like, wait, why don't we just like sit in and like soak in the gratitude of how far we've come and how much work we have put in and shifting our energy and that momentum towards that space of gratitude is the biggest blessing. And the easiest way to do that is like, when you feel something really good, like don't move on, like stop for yeah, a second, stop, sit in, sit in it. Like, do you do that? Do you totally, yes. You know how I was told, I told you I was talking to that like ayahuasca retreat leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we basically just have the craziest conversations. And he was telling me that he was telling me how, yes, you have work to do and you have to like combat your shadow self and like, you know, all the inner work, but becomes a point where like, once you've kind of become super aware of what your triggers are and what it is that you want to work through then from that point you need to just prioritize living and presence and gratefulness and intuitively things are going to come up for you that you need to work through and then you work through them as they come up but you can't constantly have this like checklist in your head of like okay I just healed my mother wound now I need to move on to my father wound now I need (laughs) to move on to like how toxic I was three years ago like it's good that is too overwhelming you like for me I'll just like be walking around and then I'll get this download of like remember how this happened and then I'll be like okay I'll journal on that later tonight and I kind of move about it that way instead of it being a 24-7 project totally like making it more intuitive and I think that's going to lead us into some really great questions that I have I feel like we've talked about so many of these things so I'm like we're already like getting to the fucking point like this is perfect though I love how it just flowed so easily okay so I love that you said that um because like yeah we can't have a checklist like that's just too much that's too much and I feel like the way that you do it the way that I would describe it is intuitive healing like you're coming from your intuition and what comes up rather than being like boom boom pow like a b c let's go let's get this covered something that we've chatted about is the over identification and the fixating on this healing persona yeah can you talk about that and how that's affected you because like we both can relate to this guys and i know you guys can too where it's kind of like we really hook on to this over fixation and this over compulsive thinking around healing and our journey and like really just focusing on that and it's just like takes us out of it so I just want you to go into that talk about your experience with that I just want to hear what are your initial thoughts I didn't realize it in the moment but this was the major thing that contributed to me spiraling because I was sitting there and for the first time in my life like you mentioned I was having this alone time like yes I was living with my boyfriend but I didn't really have like any other influences like I was living in a new state didn't have a ton of friends like it was really just Hannah and her apeshit crazy mind so I was being hit like shadow after shadow that I needed to work through every day it got to a point where I just didn't love myself at all because I created in my head like, oh, once I work through all of these things, then I'm worthy of loving. Then I'm worthy of sharing my knowledge with the world. You just cannot look at yourself as a broken puzzle that needs to be fixed. Like you are not anything that needs to be fixed. You are so unique and beautiful and whole right now on your journey. And I think it's just so easy for the mind to like attach itself to all of these projects that you've opened up that you really do want to work through. Celebrate yourself that you're making yourself aware of these things and that you consciously want to work through them, but also be very, very cautious of the words you're using around these things. Because if you're constantly like, oh, I'm doing my shadow work. Oh, I'm prioritizing healing. Like, what does that subconsciously tell your mind? It tells your mind, 
oh, I'm not good enough right mm-hmm. now. I'm not good enough as I am. Yep. I keep saying it. Meet yourself with love because it's so, so easy to not in those moments. Yeah, no, I feel you so hard on that. And um, the reason that we actually were going to talk about this was because you actually posted a TikTok and I like sent it to you. And I was like, this, this is what we need to talk about. Because when I saw that, I was just like, oh my God, like felt like a slap in the face. I was like, I do that. I do that now. I've done that this entire year. I did that in 2020. Like I put myself in this box where I was like, I am trying to be the best person I can be. Therefore, I am not good enough as I am. Well, at the same time, the par- this is the paradox here. <laughs> at the same time, trying to be like, I am worthy. I am inherently worthy. I love myself and telling my mind was telling myself both things. Like mm. there's my soul and like my soul knows the truth. But like my mind was telling myself both things. And that was the paradox. And it was just like, like, it wasn't fitting. And I was trying to balance these two mindsets that I needed to heal. And then I need to be better and fixating on that self betterment. And like, I am just the biggest, like over compulsive thinker. Like I'm not diagnosed with OCD, but like, I feel like it comes hand in hand with anxiety and ADHD. Like once a thought comes in my head, there is no escaping it. Like it's going to keep coming up and keep coming up until I either move it out of my body say it out of my body or write it out of my body. If it's in my head, like there, there, there's no, just like, Oh, just don't think about it. I hate when people tell me Me that fuck off. (laughs) But like, I literally had to tell my boyfriend the other day, like, cause he experiences anxiety, but in such a different way than me. And, um, I literally was like, you cannot say that to me. Like, babe, you cannot say to me in a moment when I'm anxious or paranoid or compulsively thinking about something over and over and over again to the fact that I keep talking about it and keep bringing it up and I'm in my own head and I can't stop thinking about it. I'm holding on to it. You can't say, just don't think about it. No, it's not that simple. I wish it was because if you ignore one thought, then what happens later on in the day, you get another negative thought. And then it's like, what's that? What's like arcade game where like the balls are just going everywhere? Like that's (laughs) what it's like. Pinball. That's what it's like in your brain. Like negative thoughts firing back and forth. Like I have to obsessively shake my body, like literally shake my limbs so hard, like scream into my pillow or just like plug my ears and hum. Like I really have to get it out of my body. Mm -hmm. No, totally. I'm exactly like that too. I mean, words, thoughts, like if you think about it, we're all energetic beings. It's just energy. It's just energy. Therefore, like to move out the energy, like is a lot of times a key. And I always tell people, um, I work out for my mental health. Like, yeah, definitely like feeling strong is a plus to that. But like I show up maybe five out of seven days of the week and people are like, oh my God, how do you do that? I'm like, I do that because I need to do that for my mental health. Like it is a non-negotiable for me. Like I need to because it helps my mental health so much when I wake up in the morning or even in the evening, like whenever I can, like, I just need to move my body. Like if I'm about to have a panic attack, like you will catch me like in plank, like doing mountain climbers. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. I'll be like, okay, let's go. Like you got to get out. The energy needs to flow. Like, especially like if you're like you and me, where you have all this fiery energy in you, where you just have a lot of energy, like a lot of cardinal flow in us. That's just like, like, gotta get it, gotta get it out. So I can, I'm like literally moving my hands right now, like in response to (laughs) the idea talking about it and it's triggering the actual feeling of what it's like when we have those feelings so exactly we're doing little shakes here yeah we're doing little shakes (laughs) (laughs) yeah or i'll just do like the lion's breath like that like oh yeah like that's also like the back of the throat yeah 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 yeah, i won't do it so intensely because i'll like get it all over my mic (laughs) but um 
Yeah. So I think we all do that. We over fixate on the healing and oh God, what is, what is the medicine to that? Like what, what is, what is the response to that? Like meeting yourself with love? Yes. Like what else? Like I'm, I think the major, major key is keeping your eyes on your own journey and really just figuring out what works for you. Like I, especially in the community I'm in, like the health and wellness community, like everybody is like, do your morning routines. Then after that, do this at lunch and basically a rule book of like how to live your life. And it's like, no, we, we are all completely different. Some of us don't like as much structure. Some of us need it. Some of us don't want to meditate in the morning. Some of us need it to be mentally sane and to interact with other humans. We're all different and it doesn't make you any less worthy than the other person if you do something differently. So I would say just like maybe even making a list on your phone of like sounds cheesy, but like energy givers and energy drainers, just like for your own personal life. And then when you're having like a not so good mental health day, looking at that list and be like, okay, am I devoting more energy to these things that drain me or to these things that actually fill me up inside and make me feel better? Totally. I love that. And I love what you're saying in the first part, especially about really knowing what works for you because there is no rule book and the only true answers are through your intuition. And that just comes from listening to yourself and trying things out and doing something and then seeing if it feels good or it doesn't feel good. Does it leave me feeling energized or does it leave me feeling drained? Like you're saying. And the key to all of this is following your intuition and listening to yourself. No one can fucking tell you what to do because your journey is so different than their journey. Like we're, yeah. we're all so different. We have so many different stories and different components that lead up to who we are. So like, how could the puzzle fit into like a different hole? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And when she's saying guys, like listening to your intuition, this is like something that is so unique to each person too. But like, you know, when you have those moments where like, it could be like an inner voice in your head like tells you something and it just feels like calming like even if it's not necessarily like something you wanted to hear it's just like a reassuring thing of like okay this is alerting me about something that I need to be aware of in myself or in other people just like go with that go with your gut feeling like whatever feels right in the moment that is your intuitive download and it's something that like I remember when I had never gotten any downloads I'd hear people talk about it and I'd be like what like like where do I start so I just wanted to like put that in there really fast in case there's anyone listening they're like okay these like spiritual people like what are they talking about intuition but just go with what feels right because every person has access to this like you were saying yeah and I think just with anything else in life like it's practice like this is just going to take practice and the more that you listen to your intuition the more it's going to come out the stronger it's going to feel the more you're going to be able to identify like the difference between it um and i definitely struggle with this i'm like is this my anxiety or is this my intuition okay so now that we've kind of oh Oh my God. Okay, cool. The medicine. Oh my God. Wait, I have an idea for this. Okay. The medicine. <laughs> Me like getting I so see the little. wheels turning. The wheels are turning. The <laughs> wheels are turning. Um, so the medicine for me for this over identification and this over fixating and moving away from that and into a place of drum roll, please. Except- oh, oh. <laughs> we're doing different things. She's going for love. I'm going for acceptance. I mean, honestly, fucking same thing, different fonts. But (laughs) um, for me, like, I think that's what the medicine is, is acceptance. Like if a thought comes up for me, that's just like so intrusive. Like sometimes I'll literally say out loud. I'm like, you can be here. Like you can stay, but I'm going to turn my attention somewhere else. But you can stay. You don't have to go anywhere. Like, thank you. 
Thank you for your input. Like, I'll literally say that out loud and I'll talk to the thought. You can say, like, I'm not going to fight you anymore. Like, I'm not going to, like, sit here and, like, try to convince myself out of it. Like, there's no point in that. I'm just going to say you can stay. And even, like, verbally setting your intention is, like, one of the most powerful things ever. Do not underestimate the power of talking to yourself in third person. I, I have so many drives where I just, like, really talking about all my problems out loud and talking to myself from, like, a different perspective. But it's so healing. Like, who needs a therapist? Okay go to therapy, but also be your own therapist because you know your mind best. Yes. Do both. Do, do both. whatever you need. Whatever yes. feels good for you. Totally. <laughs> What's another way that you think that we can begin to learn and practice the practice is the key word there. Practice to accept the parts of ourselves that we don't always like that. We want those parts to go away. The parts that hurt us or make our life seem hard. Like how do we accept those parts? Because like it can be so fucking annoying, honestly. <laughs> like I think just like sitting with yourself and really finding the root cause of why you don't like that part of yourself. For example, the last year, I absolutely hated how emotional I was. I hated that everything made me feel so deeply. Now, if anybody asks me, like that, that is my superpower because that's what allows me to connect to others deeply and to share my story. But for a long time, I beat myself up over that. So I would just say like, really sit there, like either journal on it, like talk to yourself out loud. Like this could just be programming you took on as a child and you just identified with and never really like shed the meaning when you got older. So like really see what the root cause is. If there's something in you that cringes at certain parts of yourself, like why? It's only you that is this person. So like, why are you picking yourself apart in those ways? Like who made you think that these parts of yourself were cringy or weren't lovable? It's easier said than done for sure. It's easier said than done. (laughs) It's Um, hard to give advice on it. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, guys, this is not an advice podcast. (laughs) So remove that thought from your mind. There's no advice here. (laughs) There's only personal experience. Um, But no, I really like that. Like, and I think journaling is really powerful. Speaking out loud is really powerful. Oh, but what do you do? Like when you're like getting so into learning about different things and like you're reading all these books and listening to all these podcasts and learning from spiritual teachers and going to therapy and learning from your therapist tools and you're taking all this information that it's information overload like mm. how i feel like yeah. a lot of us experience that how how do how are we supposed to step out of that and back into the present because i feel like that just grounds us in just staying in our ego like it's just like yeah i want to know more i want to be smarter i want to know it all yada 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 you know what i mean so i would say just like force like you would take a kid and put them in timeout okay we're not doing that that much anymore like this new generation of parents but like I'm sure some of you grew up with a timeout and it's not the funnest thing but that's what you're gonna do to your adult self you're gonna sit your ass there and be like look for 15 minutes you're not gonna go on your phone you're just gonna sit here maybe notice some things around you in the room maybe like (laughs) massage your shoulders or like connect yourself to your body you know like I think that is such a major key that like it goes beyond meditation but just like sitting there because it's so easy to like bounce from listening to podcast to podcast or like self-development book to the next and sometimes you read a bunch of things or take in so much information to the point where your brain is just numb and is like wait what is all the things that I just learned you have to have times to just be still with yourself to really let what you're consuming sink in and also just mm-hmm. being like super mindful of what it is that you're consuming too mm-hmm. don't take every single word you hear as bible you know what i mean like just totally have your own opinions about it and go from there yeah and i feel like everyone's like you need to meditate blah 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 but this is actually a moment where like meditation like the daily meditation is going to center you and be like okay what let's shift through all of this like what is here for us what is not here for us 
And yeah, just taking it one thing at a time, like slowing down, like it's so fun to consume so much knowledge. But like you said, just like slowing down and taking it easy, even if you want to like maybe like do one subject at a time. Like if you're learning about something and you want to listen to like podcasts, maybe if you're reading a book about something, maybe listen to a podcast about that similar subject. So you're kind of just only consuming one piece of knowledge at a time because our brain can't really do more than like one or two things at like the same time within like the same time period. So yeah, just being mindful and catching yourself in those moments and really just trying to like sit with yourself. I did an inner voice work session with my friend um, and her name's Hana. Her name's Rota Hana on Instagram and she is so fucking amazing. And I really love that. It's like two hours where you like dive in and you're truly getting answers from your inner voice. Like she soaks you in through meditation and through breath work so you can tap into your inner voice. And then it's just a really cool experience because you're really getting the answers from you. We all have the answers inside of us. And it's just really important to always remind yourself that. Yeah. And also something that I felt pulled to add in just now was like the importance of making time for play while you're on this journey, like just like finding moments to reconnect with your inner child. And that is like such a hard thing to do when you feel really lost and detached from like those joyful parts of yourself, but like really return to like those one to five things that really make you feel good and like make time for that. Some of the best intuitive downloads I've had is when I'm in the present, like doing something that actually fills me up inside. Yeah. And I think we can like take our journey so seriously. Like that's not what it is. Like stop taking it so seriously. It's not a job. Yeah. It's not a job. It's just your life. Like, yes. And I totally agree. Like the moments where I've had the most intuitive downloads are the moments where I am in my inner child and in my joy. And that's the biggest lesson that I've learned in the last couple months, speaking to so many people around me, because I'm always speaking to my close friends and kind of gathering what I would call data, I guess, just like, and that's what I'm getting from everyone is just like more joy, more play, more fun. Like that is how we come into touch with ourselves on the daily and be rooted in the present. So yeah. I love that. That was like such a good nugget. Snaps to that. Snaps to that. <laughs> yeah. And you, that was your intuitive download. So thank, thank you for bringing that. Of course. Um, so we're going to brainstorm a little challenge for everyone so that they can have maybe something to do this week to move forward. I love and that. yeah, what should we do? Okay. We just brainstormed. <laughs> we love that for us. So to kind of get out of the clutter of all the information you can consume. We are going to make the challenge this week a meditation and it's going to be a longer meditation like and really tap into your intuition and inner voice. Like for me, it has to be 20 minutes plus personally. What do you think? A lot of the times I'll do like 10 minute morning meditations when my mental health is just like content, like nothing particularly bad, nothing good. Um, but if I really, really want to tap into a zone, it has to be like at least like I would say 20, 30 minutes for sure. Yeah, 20, 30 minutes. So we are going to give you two options here. We kind of deciphered that some people are like me where we kind of need some visualization to guide us into dropping in. And then Hannah experienced something different. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So when I meditate, it's it's not as much like I'm seeing like clear pictures or like I'm I'm visualizing myself standing on a beach. I'm more like I can like feel what it would be like to have my feet planted in the sand. I can feel what it would be like to be looking at waves. And I would be frustrated at first meditating because they would be telling me like, can't you see this path you're walking down? I'm like, um, is my third eye blocked? Like is something broken? Cause I don't see anything, but lately I've been really tapping into just like the physical feeling. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't see things. Everyone has like different ways of connecting to meditations. I'm going to recommend the meet your spirit guides on rising higher meditation. There's two I really like 
Um, there's one that kind of blew up on TikTok, which is like 3.3 million, which is like really good. But I also love the crystal cave one. I think everyone should still do that meditation. But I was just like giving that like verbal disclaimer. Like if you are going into it and you're not having like visual downloads, like focus on the feeling and just like also the feeling of just having no thoughts running through your mind if you get there. And if you're new to meditation, be patient with yourself because you will get there. Yeah. So yeah, just be patient with yourself and know that people experience it differently. But I love this one because um, for me personally, when I have gone in, I have gotten downloads from guides um, and I just know that they're there with me and I can really feel them deeper. And sometimes you really need a good 30 minutes to like drop in and just like be patient. It's going to feel in the beginning like the longest <laughs> fucking thing ever. It's going to feel like eight hours. You just have to keep going and don't stop until it's over. Mm-hmm. Like really sit in your time out. <laughs> sit in your time out. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Cool. And what was that book? I really want to read oh, that yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Also, this was something that like my takeaway for all of you, this book changed my life and there's so many good books out there. But if you're someone that struggles with like standing in your own way, holding yourself back, self-sabotaging, all those cycles that we don't want to carry with us, um, read The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. It is crazy. It's one I haven't even fully finished it. I think I'm like 160 pages in, but I read like 10 pages at a time because every time I open it, it's like everything I need to hear. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And it's so digestible. Like, you know how some of those like books are just like a little bit too much, too much. Like you read it. Brain power. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain's like an overdrive. Um, Cool. Well, good luck, guys. Good Good luck. luck. And don't be too hard on yourself. I think the message here, the biggest takeaway. What's your biggest takeaway? You go first. My biggest takeaway for you guys is and I feel like I'm a broken record here saying this, but you're all on your own unique journeys and you're not something to fix. Even Mm -hmm. if it feels like it, even if you've done something so completely fucked up or if shit has just happened to you that you really feel like you can't heal from, it's understandable to feel those ways, but also like still loving yourself is so important because your relationship with yourself is going to affect every other relationship you have in your life, period. Like it's that powerful. Yeah. That's my takeaway for the 17th time today. I love it. No, we, <laughs> sometimes you got to like grind it, it, hammer it in. Yeah, yeah. Because the brain works on like repetition, repetition. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. I love that. Yeah. For me, it's definitely similar where it's like, I accept myself as I am in all my broken pieces. Mm. I know that I am worthy no matter how far I've come and how far I need to go, like in my journey, like I know, I know just like keep, I love the word I know because it just like reiterates like the truth in that and shifting the focus from fix, fix, fix. I need to fix X, Y, Z to, I want to accept those things about me. I want to accept those things. And with the acceptance, the resistance lets go. And when the resistance lets go, we can heal. So really the key to doing what you actually want to do is the acceptance. And when we can focus our energy there, I think it's easier said than done, but just setting the intention and just practicing and moving forward with it is all we can really do. Truly. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. This was amazing. Thank you so much for having me. This was the second podcast I've ever been on in my life. And I get very socially anxious, so it's a big deal that your girl's sitting here and talking into a microphone, but you know, we're getting out of our comfort zone and owning our truth. Owning our truth, yeah. owning our shit. Fuck yes, we're stripping down and diving in. I think we really did that today. Like, yeah. high-key, we really like went all the way, like all the way to the bottom of the pool. Like, <laughs> we were those kids that touched the bottom. Like, <laughs> And you absolutely killed it. Um, it's so nice just like speaking to someone who I know has so much insight. Um, and 
And yeah, I'm so, so, so excited for you guys to hear this episode. So go share it with someone that you love, someone that maybe needs to hear it. And if you haven't yet, guys, go ahead, subscribe, hit that download button. And I love you guys so much. Um, I'll see you guys next week to strip down and dive in and go deeper on something that I'm so excited about. So come back. Thank you so much, Kayla, for having me on. And guys, you're on your own unique journey and there's no other you and that's your fucking power. So ride with that until the day you die. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kints. Go to kints.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kints.com slash skinny dipping.